0: Hello and welcome to Eric Likes Animals. I'm Eric Mahan. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys are all doing well and staying safe. Before we begin today's episode, I do want to take a quick moment to make a public service announcement. Unfortunately, due to the war that is in Ukraine, many zoo sanctuaries and pets are being left behind and in the middle of a war. As such, a lot of Different fake news and, unfortunately, fake donation sites have popped up. The Kiev Zoo, for instance, has made a post on their Facebook a couple of times warning about this. So just before you quick donate, make sure that your funds are going to the right places. That way it can help feed and protect the animals that are stuck in this very tragic war and not going to the jerks, making a profit in a terrible situation. Moving on, however, today's species of the day is one of the most self-centered reptiles around. Not only is it the only member of the family that it's found in, but it also has a whole order to itself. Because it didn't feel like being lumped in with the other reptiles. This self-centered reptile is, of course, the tuatara. The tuatara is only found in New Zealand. And tuatara is a Maori word meaning peaks on back or spiny back. They're about 15 to 23 inches and sort of look like an iguana, but as I said before, they are not. They are the only member of the Rhynchocephalian order completely by themselves. And in fact, their closest living relatives died out suspiciously with the dinosaurs. Now, I'm not saying Tuateras did it, but at the reptile award show season, they have zero competition. They win unopposed for the last 200 million years as best Rhynchocephalian simply because they're the only Rhynchocephalian. I'm not saying they got rid of the competition, but it sort of kind of seems like that. And none of us were around 200 million years, so we'll just have to take them at their word for it. Now, you might say, why can't we just lump them in with lizards or something so that those cheaters stop sneaking away with free awards? But really, we can't. They're just too different. For example, lizard species have visible ears. It's one of the big reasons why legless lizards are not paired up into snakes because they actually have visible external ears. But the tuatera doesn't. Doesn't mean they can't hear, but it's very limited. They do, however, have a third eye. Some other lizards have one as well. Helps normally to act kind of like a calendar, pointing upwards because it's normally found on top of their head and it's faced up towards the sun to see the changing light. Now, the tuatera's third eye has nerve endings, a retina, all of that sort of stuff, and actually can be visible when they're first born. However, it'll soon be covered over by a scale, and it will just kind of blend in like the rest of its head scales. Speaking of being born, mothers will lay 1 to 19 eggs, which actually take 8 months to develop in her, which is 3 times longer than most reptiles. It will also take anywhere from 12 to 16 months for them to hatch, and take 10 to 20 years for them to even be considered adults. And then the Tuatera itself can live upwards of 100 years. Now that is some baby Yoda life expectancy level of shit. Oops, excuse my language, some Grugo life expectancy level of shit. Also, like Grugo, the tuatara eats everything in sight. He's like Yoda was on Dagobah, because as many people pointed out, Yoda didn't move to Dagobah just because it was strong with the force. He moved there because he was an apex predator, and Dagobah was like a giant golden corral for him. And that's what Tuatera has living in New Zealand. The Tuatera at first doesn't look like he has very special ways of catching food, but if you look further, you will find another reason Tuateras are not like lizards. And that is because of their teeth. Tuatera teeth are not floating in their jaws like other lizards or us, but are actually part of the jaw itself, looking sort of like a bear trap, which it uses to catch lizards, frogs, birds, eggs, and yes, even smaller Tuatera. Since these guys are stuck with the teeth that they are born with because it is part of their jaw and they can't just, well, lose their jaw. As they get older, the teeth actually wear down, sometimes to the point where basically they're just gumming their food. Kind of like some of our grandparents, but unfortunately no tapioca for them in the wild. They like to stick with an all-worm-based diet. Yum. Another problem that they face with diet is that they live in the cool forests of the shrublands in New Zealand. And sometimes food is hard to find, but that's okay because these guys can actually lay dormant for a whole year without eating a single thing, which is one of the attributes that biologists think help with their long life. Unfortunately, this has not stopped them from becoming an at-risk species thanks to the four horsemen of species apocalypse, humans, rats, pigs, and feral cats, the devastators around the world. Tuateras were once found on the mainland of New Zealand. They are only found now on 32 islands where rats, cats, pigs have not been introduced by humans. Rats definitely are the horsemen of death for Tuaterra. In this case, it's because Tuaterra did not have to worry about predatory mammals before. The females would not sit or guard their nests by any means. They would lay the eggs and say, see ya. Because who wants to wait around for two years for your kids? That means some people don't want to wait around even an hour for their kids to get ready. But to a Terra, they got to wait two years. So mom's not staying around for that. Rats, unfortunately, are also one of the easiest to spread out of the four horsemen. They sneak upon cargo and even have been known to float across on storm debris around the world onto these selective islands and breed like wildfire. Rats as a group, however, I need to remind you are not bad, they are good. The problem is when they go outside of their natural range and they go crazy because, well, they don't have any predators in those regions or they outcompete even native rat species. But luckily for the Terra, they do live in New Zealand. Ah, New Zealand, a place that takes conservation very seriously. And even though it looked bleak for the Tuaterras, New Zealand did not let that stop them. They did massive eradication efforts on islands and helped set up outside pens and took care of Tuateras and even helped breed them. Some islands only started out with eight tuateras, but now are home to 300. Good job, New Zealand. You guys rock. Though not all the islands are great, however, some have very low numbers, which means very low genetic diversity. And unfortunately, most of the time, Tuatara would not be meeting each other across the island. So genetic diversity wouldn't naturally spread that way, which is why some islands have just been deemed to be safest with what population is surviving there and doing quick checks to make sure that no rats or cats or pigs have gotten there and basically say to people, this island is off limits, go find another one. Unfortunately, New Zealand can't control every aspect that might f- affect Tuatara. For example, global warming. Fortunately, with global warming, warming sea waters, this causes more devastating storms because those storms pick up on those warmer seas and build in intensity, which means it also can happen more often. Which unfortunately raises the possibility of large storms wiping out these tiny barrier islands around New Zealand where the Tuatara has been situated. As well as changing weather can cause issues with them, also just basic environmental issues, because being a cooler weather reptile, warming environment can cause issues such as new diseases. And since some of these populations are not genetically diverse, diseases could wipe out the population fairly quickly, which would be a shame to lose the last Rhynchocephalian, a reptile that can rule them all over in New Zealand. Well, that's our show. Thank you guys once again so much for listening. Make sure you check out, as always, my Facebook and newly added Twitter page. Facebook is Eric Likes Animals. Twitter page is at Eric underscore animals. Check it out. Leave content. See my content. Leave comments. Write reviews. A lot of times, especially on Twitter, I'll repost fun things of people that I'm following, like scientists and other animal, plant, fun people. So check it out. Join. Hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Hope you'll listen next time. But for now, see ya.